This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, hour two, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Richard Battle joining us now. Richard, has it cooled off in Texas yet? I think next week y'all are going to send the express cold front down here and we'll get to the mid-90s. Okay, all right, there we go. It's <laughs> getting very nice at night here. A little warm in the day still, but still very nice. And uh, All right, so let's talk about 2024, the common sense political platform, which, by the way, isn't just 2024. It could be any year. Absolutely, and what's interesting is it used to be that Labor Day of election years is when campaigns started. Right. And so this year, Labor Day, a year before the elections or when the campaigns are really starting, and so I thought I'd come up with a list of common sense platform items that you could run your family, city council, county, state government, federal government. Uh, The rules would apply, and they're nonpartisan. In other words, this would work for anybody in any office in any leadership role, period. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Let's get started. What's number one? And they're so common sense. Spend less than you make. Mm. How often do we get in trouble if we save a rainy day fund versus if we spend everything we make plus borrow additional money? And all we have to do is look at Washington for the bad example. And to your point, Richard, it's not just Washington. Some of our local politicians on city councils and, you know, county commissioners and so on, you know, they need to take heed to this as well. Now, typically in state governments, it's not quite the same as the feds because they can't print money, but they can borrow money, bond it, do other things along those lines. So in some ways, that's not much different. No, not at all. And I got caught, as we've talked about before, in the 80s with some rental real estate investments in Texas when the market crashed. And I had savings, but I didn't have enough. Yeah. So saving for a rainy day is always great, a great advice. Item. All right. So the hole in the roof, do we fix that or put the well, swimming pool in? <laughs> well, I say fix the hole in the roof first. If you have a hole in the roof the size of a dime, if you don't fix it, the house will fall down eventually. Right. But yet it's more popular with your family or with your constituents to put in a new swimming pool than it is to fix the hole in the roof because that's not as glamorous. And it's the same principle in your family or in politics. And we have politicians wasting money on all kinds of things, and yet you can drive downtown almost any metro area and the streets are in a horrible condition. Yep. Well, on a national level, we have so many holes in our budget, if you ask me, and this is something we could, you and I could spend an entire hour, we could spend three hours on this and still not get it all taken care of, Richard. There are so many 
places that the money is draining out, and to your point, we're not even shoring up the areas that we should be. Absolutely. And so next we move on to mind your own business. And that is focusing on... No, 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 Richard, I'm more worried about what's going on next door than I am me. Come on now. (laughs) Well, and we see city councils focused on national issues, and we see Mm -hmm. national government focused on local issues, and everybody's in each other's business because they're looking for things that will make people think they're better politicians. Yeah, great, great point, great point. Uh, next one I I like, and I think it's very important, and this is true. Again, this can, we can dovetail this into some of the other uh, offices that you've just mentioned, protect your family and your property. Yeah, and it's real simple. That's police, public safety, mm-hmm. securing the border. All of those things that help make us more safe and secure are priority-type items, just like it is protecting our families. Yep, which... This dovetails into the next one, which is also leaving things for the next generation in a better place than the way we found it, right? Well, yes, and what we see today are statesmen mm. or someone who looked at the next generation instead of the next election. And another corollary was Harry S. Truman saying, you can't get rich in politics unless you're a crook, and we see too much of that today Agree. in many different areas as well. Well, when you can become a politician on a national level, typically federal, it happens though even with governorships and, and other offices as well, Richard, so it's not just on a federal level, but typically you, you know, become a, a member of the House or a member of the Senate, and you're there for any length of time at all. You typically go in with a very little net worth and end up coming out with millions of net worth. What's wrong with that picture? Well, and that fits into the next Next and, and really quick, and that Richard, is, that's for both sides of the aisle. That's not just one party absolutely. versus the other. That's on both sides. Absolutely. And all of these points are for both sides. There you go. people that have failed on both sides of the aisle, and unfortunately, too few people have succeeded. Yep. Uh, but the next point that fits right in with that, if it looks like a conflict of interest, don't do it. Yeah. In the yeah. House of Representatives, with both sides of the aisle, last year, danced around ethics reform about buying stocks with yep. insider information. And all a lot of people have gotten rich off of that. They, they, in my opinion, Richard, and I'm glad you mentioned that, in my opinion, and they won't pass it, but a law should be passed whereby if you are in government, period, period, you should not be able to, you know, you, you should not be able to be in the stock market at all, any way, shape, or form. Unless you're totally hands-off and you've got some sort of an investor that's doing everything for you and you don't communicate with them, maybe then uh, I would allow it. But if you're doing things directly or telling an advisor what to do and you're in any of those offices, it should not be allowed. Well, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And it used to be the standard that when people ran for office, they would put their finances in a blind trust where they had no control over them. But then recently we had a former Speaker of the House who said, well, everybody else gets to, to buy in the market. Why can't we? And that became the standard. That, and then that was a race to the trough for gathering money for all kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the answer, by the way, that I would have given that particular individual was because not everybody else is in the same position you are and has the same information at hand that you have. That's exactly right. And the, and the sad state was that no one – call that person into account and made that standard uh, revised upward and elevated it for more ethical conduct. 
And the reality, Richard, and you know this as well as I, is because typically everybody else is profiting in the same way. So, you know, I, I don't want to kill my own goose. That's exactly right. <laughs> So, Anyways. as long as you're not competing against me, that's all make money. It just, it just <laughs> drives me crazy. Some of the stuff seems so so elementary, and yet we, we miss it. All right. Uh, listen as much to your yeah. critics, critics as your admirers. In fact, Abraham Lincoln, he was one that always wanted somebody in the cabinet, not just one, but usually a couple of people in the cabinet that didn't like him so he could hear all sides. Well, yes, and that helps us remain humble and what's the tendency? The tendency is to get a, a bunch of people around you that just say yes at whatever you want to hear. And so there's no, there's nothing good about that at all, whether you're in the family, business, or in politics. You need to be able to listen to both sides, especially the people who have yep. criticisms or right. suggestions for no, you. And, and sometimes, at least through my lifetime, Richard, sometimes those critics, those those criticisms, even sometimes from your own family, made you really, you know, sharpen the pencil and really get things dialed in and really understand, okay, is this decision really going to benefit, whether it be business, family, whatever the case, at the end of the day or not? And it makes you sharper by listening to those people. Yeah, how many times have we heard the phrase from a person close to us, you can do better? That yeah. inspires us to do yeah. better. Great point. Great point. All right, the next one. <laughs> well, new legislation or rules aren't the solution to every issue. And what do politicians do? Every time there's an issue, they speed and rush to the podium and mm. introduce new legislation. That's right. A lot of times it's redundant. It doesn't do any good. But the vision of them passing new legislation, mm. they believe, helps them. Personally, if I were going to be elected, my platform would be to undo two laws for every one I yep. vote for. That's undo right. Two regulations for right. every one I vote. Let's for. unwind two and to I do think, one. <laughs> exactly. At least two. Yep, I agree. That, that would be much healthier for the people. I agree. All right. Remember, we're servant leaders as well, right? That that flows right from the previous one. We serve the people, not the other way around. Open communication responding to the boss, the same at any level of politics, business, or family. And, again, we look at people that have been in elected positions for years and years and years, and nearly every one of them has lost that and believe that their rulers and the people basically serve them. Yep. And the reality is when you're an elected official, the boss are the citizenry. And sometimes, not sometimes, Richard, a lot of times they forget that. Absolutely. Too often. The longer they're there, the easier it is to forget. You know, this one I like, this next one I like because it's the same thing I try to coach my owners and businesses to do as well, and that is plan your exit strategy from the beginning because no one is indispensable. Yes, and we've got a senator from California that's 90 years old Mm. who will probably stick around to the bitter end. We've got other people in Washington that should be gone because they can't do the job. Normally they don't leave until they go out feet first. And what I tell people, a leader's second most important responsibility after being successful in getting the job done is training their replacement so either they move up or out in the organization depending on where they're at. That's right. All right, what's our last one that's really, as far as I'm concerned, the most important? It is the most important, and think back. 
remember, acknowledge, and seek God's will and serve Him. How often do we hear any politician acknowledge God or say anything about it? It's almost never. And we think back uh, in the 50s, Dwight Eisenhower, we added under God in the Pledge of Allegiance, in God we trust on money. Uh, there were so many references at that point. Ronald Reagan referenced uh, God, and we saw that with Jimmy Carter. But here in the last 10, 20 years or so, there's almost no reference, especially after 9-11 kind of quieted down, no reference to God at all in anything that's being done. I appreciate all of this. And again, as we head into this, which, as you said earlier, typically uh, you wouldn't even start looking at elections and the talk of until, you know, really mid next year. Now we're a year out and it's in full swing. We've already had debates and so on. And it's it's only going to be a lot more of this moving forward, Richard. And these are all things that, again, anyone, any place running for office or any kind of leadership position could take heed to any of these. And all Absolutely. of them, I should I say. The, I hope that the listeners will take these and ask uh, candidates questions. Mm. Uh, I hope that they'll use them in their private lives and, and listen as we, we hear politicians. And unfortunately, at least one party, their platform every year is trust me and don't ask any questions. Right. That's right. Richard, I appreciate it. RichardBattle.com is the place to go, folks. And if you'd like to get a great gift for, again, somebody that maybe has gone off to college the first year of freshman, Richard, you got a lot of great books to help those individuals out, and we appreciate you joining us each week. Well, it's my pleasure. We'd be happy to help any of the listeners, and God bless America. God bless you, Richard. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I was just reading over something prior to coming uh, on this hour about predictions for snowfall this year. And as you all know, there's all sorts of predictions. Who's right? Who's wrong? I don't know. Here's one thing I can guarantee you. We live in Colorado. It snows in Colorado. It gets cold. We have freeze. We have thaw. We have freeze. We have thaw. How does this play into what I'm going to say next? Well, Roof Savers of Colorado, if you don't have things on the roof of your house handled, you need to get that done prior to any of that snow flying. And I mean that sincerely, folks. If some of you still have damage from the storms we've had this summer, get with Dave Hart and get that taken care of, either repaired or replaced prior to winter arriving. 303-710-6916. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. Affordable interest mortgage, first-time buyer or a vet, please give Kurt a call today, 720-895-0500. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the Fed's continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM. 
affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191, regulated by door, equal credit lender. Premier Home Remodels, again, any remodel project you have, they're there for you and they can walk you through the entire process. I know because I'm going through that with them right now. 720-619-8773. Premier Home Remodels is the full-service remodeling company for your individual needs. Remodeling your home does not have to involve tearing down your entire house or even half of your home. Premier Home Remodels will work with you on any remodeling idea you have, regardless of the size, as they want to build long-term relationships with all their customers. They can help you complete a small remodel now, even if it is only your kitchen cabinets, while assisting you in planning for the future home you want when you want it. Premier Home Remodels will guide you to your end home goal and will incrementally work with you towards your dream home. With Premier Home Remodels over 50 collective years of experience, they can handle any size remodeling project. And they want to earn your trust by offering a free consultation and evaluation so you can decide together what is best for your home. To start the conversation for your home remodel, go to klzradio.com remodel. All right, Gino's Auto Service, anything for your vehicle as you as we head into winter, get that done. They'd love to help you with your maintenance and repairs of your vehicle. Ginosautoservice.com. Gino starts with a J. Gino's Auto Service is promoting a smooth ride with special savings on struts. Your struts play a big part in the handling of your vehicle and the comfort in your ride. This month, purchase two Napa Quick Struts and earn a $50 prepaid Visa card. Purchase four Napa Quick Struts and you'll receive a $150 prepaid Visa card. Updating and replacing struts are important to the structure holding your tires, the brakes, and steering system. Geno's is celebrating 40 years in business, serving Colorado families in Littleton. We back up our work with Napa's nationwide 36-month, 36,000 miles peace of mind warranty. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Enjoy a smooth ride and get either a $50 or $150 prepaid Visa card with a new strut purchase. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. That's Geno's with a J. Visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, making the headlines, Colorado is, I believe, the first state in the union to have a lawsuit that's being brought to ban Donald Trump from being on the ballot. Now, there's multiple articles out on this particular lawsuit. And to what I've read, this lawsuit is being brought by Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. Now, 
depending upon what article you read on what news outlet, some call this a liberal group, but yet there are names involved in this lawsuit that would have ties to the conservative Republican Party. Now, I'm not going to get into all the names that are there, and some of them I would probably tell you might be conservative in name only. But again, depending upon the article that you read, some of them will tell you it's conservative group. Others will say it's liberal group, a liberal group versus a conservative group. Either way, there is a lawsuit that's been filed today arguing that former President Trump is ineligible to run for president in a long-shot effort to boot him from the state's primary ballot. Now, here's my common-sense analogy of this. I highly doubt this is a liberal group pushing this forward, because as Andy and I have stated many, many times, they want him to be the nominee and on the ballot because they know he's easiest to beat. Furthermore, in Colorado, I can tell you I'm, I'm sorry to say, but in Colorado, a Trump name on the ticket, he's not winning in Colorado. Period. There's a lot of you out there that may disagree with me on that. You can disagree all you want, but I'm here to tell you his name on the ballot in Colorado, it's a no win. And it's probably a no win by him getting, if he's lucky, 35%, maybe 40%. That's about it. Yeah, nothing higher than that in Colorado. I'm sorry, folks. It's not going to happen here. So why you'd want to be a liberal group banning him from the ballot makes no sense to me whatsoever. Because you know like I know, in other words, a liberal knows like I know, he doesn't have a snowball's chance of winning in Colorado anyway. So why would you go to all of the work, time, headache, energy, and so on to file a lawsuit to ban him from the ballot? You wouldn't. My gut feeling is these are never Trumpers that are most likely behind this and don't want him on the ballot. And it's being pushed by them, not so much the hardcore liberals of Colorado. That's my take. Now, again, I haven't analyzed it. I haven't looked at it in depth to tell you which particular names are on here and who's actually filing the suit and so on. But common sense would tell me that why would any liberal in Colorado want to ban Donald Trump from being on the ticket? When they know, and strategically they know, that he's their best shot to beat. And in Colorado, it's a no contest. And there's not a liberal in this state that would disagree with me. So why, as a liberal group, would you go to all of this time, effort, and energy to block him from being on the ballot? Folks, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. So I, I'm, I'm reading a Fox News article right now from National Fox News saying a liberal group in Colorado. I, I would argue that and say I doubt it. I doubt it. They may be claiming they are, but I would guarantee you if you dig into this, you'll find that it's not, in fact, liberals. It's probably most likely never Trumpers that are pushing this through, and it's not a group of liberals by any way, shape, or form. That's my two cents. 
it's going to make national news just because we're the first state to do so. How far will this go? It will be challenged. You'll see the Trump campaign, of course, have to fight this. Now, I will say this. Is this a way for liberals to drain the coffers of Trump, therefore making it even harder for him to do anything election-wise? I think that's a long shot. Possibly, but to me, that's a long shot. They don't need to drain his coffers. We talked about that a little bit yesterday, Andy and I did. So that, that what's already happening around the country with the lawsuits and things, or not lawsuits, but with the, the uh, uh, indictments and so on that are going on, it's already happening. They don't have to add to it. So my point is, I don't think this is a group of liberals doing this. My gut feeling is this is probably a group of so-called conservatives that don't want Donald Trump's name on the ticket. That's most likely the group that's involved in this. That's my take. Bruce Simmons is next. He's our reverse mortgage professor. I saw Bruce a little earlier, by the way. I had a chance to, to wave and say hi. Anything you need from Bruce when it comes to reverse mortgage, call him today. Find him at klzradio.com. A reverse mortgage is not the impossibility you once thought. If you're properly prepared, KLZ's reverse mortgage expert, Bruce Simmons, can uniquely provide the expertise and advice that you need to eliminate your mortgage payment and do what you've always doubted could be done, give you more cash flow. Of course, you still need to pay your own property taxes and insurance, but eliminating your principal and interest payment will allow you to live a more financially comfortable lifestyle in your retirement. By calling Bruce to help you get this going now, you can move forward before additional rate increases take effect, and he can always help you go back and get more money when interest rates start to ease. Don't assume. Call the expert we trust for real and honest advice about your reverse mortgage. Call Bruce Simmons today at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Financial analysis and a free dinner by doing so. That's Golden Eagle Financial. Find Al at klzradio.com. You've been saving diligently for years without the help of an advisor like Golden Eagle Financial. So why should you start now? Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that when your nest egg is small, you can get by with an automated service or app. But as your savings grow, you need a trusted personal advisor like Al to help you navigate difficult market conditions. Golden Eagle Financial Plans can make up to 20% more than automated services on average, meaning you'll create more income when you need it. Al Smith's 30 years of experience has taught him how to keenly watch the market, and it tells him when it's smart to make a move based on your risk tolerance. You need Golden Eagle Financial to make objective calls on your assets and protect your nest egg in the smartest, most thoughtful way. Don't take your retirement plans into your own hands. Trust the experience of Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial and protect your future by going to klzradio.com slash money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. If you want to fight the big power companies and save money at the same time, solar might be your answer. Call Alan Davis today and find out if it is. 303-378-7537. Alan Davis knows that renting electricity from Excel Energy and other power providers will cost you more and more every year. 
The new solar energy financial incentives are exciting because they allow a homeowner who has good sunlight on the roof of their home to pay much less for their electricity versus renting that electricity from the power company. Now there's a push to install smart meters in Colorado homes too. And that means in addition to the huge annual power bill increases, we'll have even more to pay due to the smart meter rollout. That is on top of the fact that most power companies in Colorado have dramatically increased their annual power bills far past the normal historical annual increases. Now it's common to see 15 to 20% annual increases if you continue to rent your electricity from the power companies. Typically, those who get solar installed pay about two-thirds less than they were going to pay the power company over the next 25 years. That's money back in your pocket and you get to determine your electricity future. Call Alan Davis now at 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537. All right, if you want to make some extra cash on the side, you can be on top of the the uh, job and or business you already have. Tom Lozano can help you with that, and this is not a get-rich-quick scheme. It actually works with no upfront cost. Find Tom at klzradio.com. Tom Lozano believes that great products sell themselves, but sometimes they need a passionate voice to demonstrate the product the right way to be successful. His passion and self-motivation have provided him with success as a seller and distributor of healthy living technologies. Tom is offering an opportunity to individuals who have a desire to either supplement their income or replace their income. He teaches people across the nation to hone their skills and entrepreneurial abilities through a cutting-edge training system based on his successes. He coaches people just like you at all levels of experience to move to the next stage in their livelihood. Tom can guide you on a path that will benefit you financially and give you the freedom to earn the money you want the way you want to earn it, whatever chapter your life is in. Learn more about Tom Lozano and the unique earning opportunities that he provides at klzradio.com slash earning today. Now back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Charlie reminded me a moment ago, too, that a lot of these groups, he's right, a lot of these groups have attorneys already inside of them, so there's not a huge amount of cost involved in getting these lawsuits started now as they go down the pike and they have to do different things with them and so on. Yes, it can become more more um, costly, I guess you could say, in light of that. But yeah, he, he's, he is right, and it's a good reminder where a lot of these groups, if there's an attorney already in the midst, uh, they can you know do things fairly inexpensively. So that's, that's a good reminder. Now, I say all that to say that I still stand by what I said a few minutes ago, that these particular groups, uh, again, liberal groups, I doubt seriously if this is a track they're taking. I could be wrong, but I doubt very seriously if that's the case. So, in other news, VP Harris says that she's ready to step into the role of president if Biden is unwell. She may have to take over. God help us all if that happens. I, again, talked a little bit about this with Andy yesterday. I do feel like she was a huge misstep with the Democrats in 
the whole process of getting Biden elected and, of course, her being on the ticket and so on. I think initially they thought, well, we've got a black female. We can put on the ticket. It's almost another, you know, feather in our cap in regards to getting Biden elected. Here we go. I think she had a lot of people snowed at that time. And, again, she was a candidate for president of the United States. You watched her in debates and so on. And I think she snowed a lot of people. And once she became VP and she started to do any kind of public speaking, which she's absolutely awful at, and I mean absolutely awful, you could almost find anyone else but her to speak in public and do a better job, and I am not exaggerating in the least when I say that. I mean, there are so many memes and things running around now making fun of her speaking ability. Everybody back in the day thought, as a Dan Quayle, was that the VP back in the day, Charlie, because he spelled potato wrong? I mean, that guy literally got reamed up one side and down the other for how he spelled potato. Now, truth be told, Dan was actually a pretty sharp, smart guy. He, he was no slouch by any stretch of the imagination. He made one misstep that the press literally never let him live down. She, on the other hand, can make misstep after misstep after misstep and gets a pass every single time with the press. Now, say all that to say I do think those inside the party realize that, oh my word, did, did we go down the wrong path with her? We, we made a huge mistake putting her on the ticket and getting her, you know, in, in elected VP. I do think initially, I, I don't think that this is too far-fetched. I think initially they thought, okay, we've got an elder Biden. He's probably going to sort of phase out even during the presidency. It gives us an opportunity to where if he even steps down at any point, she steps in, she's the first female President of the United States, first black female of President of the United States under the Democrat moniker. Yeah, that's great. That's a win. I really do think initially that's how they looked at this. But oh my word, then she started going around and talking and presenting herself. And they soon realized, oh man, we made a big mistake. We can't go down this path. Guys, we got to prop up Biden until the end because she can't do it. And I'm saying all that in seriousness. I'm not being funny, folks. I really feel like some of the inside conversations in the Democrat Party were exactly what I'm saying. Oh, man. We messed up. We had no idea that when we put her in the room, she's got the lowest IQ of the room. I'm saying that seriously, folks, literally. I don't know what her IQ is, but when it comes to speaking and handling things and thinking on her feet and being decisive and so on, oh, my word. I mean, her conversations even about electric school buses and electric cars in general and on down the line we go, oh, my word. I I think there are probably junior high students that understand more of all of that than she does. And can speak to it better than she can. Now, Biden will be 82 before he is, says here, sworn into a potential second term. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. He'd be 86 at the end. He's already 
the oldest serving president in history. He turns 81 in November, so two months. And she basically is coming out and saying, well, yeah, if something happens, I'm here. I'm ready to go. Um, n- no, you're not. Heaven, heaven help us if something like that were to actually happen. And for those of you that may be disagreeing with me, um, she's got some of the lowest approval ratings ever when it comes to being VP of the United States of America. So we'll take a quick time out. We'll come back and uh, I've got some other topics for you as well. High five plumbing is next, by the way, anything when it comes to plumbing, the in, you know, water coming in, water exiting, either end of that, they've got you covered. And as I keep saying, and I mean this winter is fast approaching. If there's projects you'd like to get done prior to winter, please get them in and get that done. Now, eight, seven, seven, we high five. High Five Plumbing will come to you first when you need them the most. You wake up to water spraying everywhere in the middle of the night and you don't know what to do. Thankfully, you realize you're a High Five Plumbing Club member. High Five Club membership costs $1.99 per year, just $16 per month, and includes preventive maintenance like an annual drain camera inspection and a water heater flush, a $600 value together, no service fees, and much more. It pays for itself with one visit. You'll also get priority scheduling, so they'll come to you first when you need them the most. High Five knows that yearly maintenance could prevent many of the unexpected calls they go on, and that's why they created the membership, to help customers with these necessary routine tasks that can cost a fortune without it. And with wintertime fast approaching, now is the perfect time to start your membership and prevent those winter problems like bursting pipes and clogged drains, and to be ready in an emergency. Just call High Five for that today at one we high 5 or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing to learn more about the High Five Club. All right, our doctor that's an alternative to big pharma, big medicine, is Dr. Scott Faulkner. Call him today for an appointment, 303-663-6990. Are you looking for a health care provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. Cub Creek HVAC, and don't forget, father and son team financing available. They're a certified Ream Pro partner, and they're not there to upsell you. They're to just take care of whatever needs that you have. Find them at klzradio.com. 
Doug, Hunter, and the team at Cub Creek Heating and AC believe that quality is the most important part of their work. If you were to pull the drywall back on a job from Cub Creek Heating and AC, you'll see smooth joints, straight seams, and quality American craftsmanship that they truly take pride in. They know that a furnace is a furnace, so the real uniqueness in what they do is the quality of their work. Cub Creek takes the time and care to look at your entire home instead of just looking at your ductwork and unit, making the result much more dependable and of higher quality. They guarantee their work with a two-year labor warranty on top of the manufacturer's warranty. They know the most expensive option isn't always the right option either. So when they make recommendations for you, it's not a formula or a system. They engineer it specifically for you, which is why they are exclusive Ream Heating and Cooling Pro Partners. Check out the team at Cub Creek today. Go to klzradio.com HVAC to get in touch. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Nancy with Metron Technology said, We have used Business Equipment Service for many years. They are always pleasant to work with and responsive to our infrequent requests for service. We highly recommend them. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or need service on equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Kristen Williamson joining us now, and I appreciate her joining us. Uh, you are, and, and Kristen, welcome, by the way. Appreciate you joining us. You're the, uh, with the nonprofit watchdog group, National Opportunity Project, and you guys have been researching and finding out about DEI hiring practices in K-12 schools. Talk to us about that. Right. I mean, DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion, it sounds good. Equity sounds like equality. It sounds like something we want in our schools. Uh, but when all of our kids got sent home during COVID, I'm one of those COVID parents who okay. had a kindergartner sitting in my class or sitting in my classroom, which was turned into my kitchen table. Uh, we heard what our kids were learning in school. And we were a little bit confused. It didn't sound like reading, writing, mm-hmm. and arithmetic or exactly what right. our school experience was 25-plus right. years ago. Right. Uh, we're hearing teachers talking about things that sound political, um, really outside the norm of what they should be taught. So what we found at National Opportunity Project is you know, we wanted to look at what's the root cause of this political and social ideological teaching that's going on in our public schools. And we found it really starts with how the hiring is being done for these teachers. Yeah, I was going to say, so really, uh, this yeah. isn't just necessarily the teachers themselves. I mean, it is, but it's how we're acquiring them in the first place, right? Correct. So okay. we're weeding out teachers um, that might be mainstream, who might not want to talk about politics in the classroom. And so really in other words, we're, we're for, weeding out the parent. Yeah. we're weeding out, make sure I say this correctly, we're weeding out those teachers that might want to just teach the kids English and math and science and so on? Right. And that's exactly what we need in this post-COVID era <laughs> where kids are so behind. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, that's where that these third graders can't read. These third, fourth graders who in kindergarten, first grade, got sent home from school to be taught by their parents who are also working. Uh, and And now we have school districts that are focusing on making sure that there are political activists in the classroom rather than straightforward teachers. Okay, and, and I'm 
I'm just being devil's advocate here, even yeah. on the political activism side. So we're teaching them to be political activists, which I guess in the eyes of these individuals is great. But if they can't hold down a job after high school and or struggle through college and they're really illiterate, if you would, because we haven't taught them properly. How does all of this weave into being a good political activist when you can't even debate the things that you're activists about? Well, right. And are these debates that should be going on in the classroom or are they debates and conversations that should be going on at home, right, with parents? At home, of course. Um, Yeah, right. Uh, and what, but, but really quick, you get where I'm coming from, Chris. Yeah. And I mean, to me, yeah. this doesn't yeah. even make sense from the left's point of view because they're the ones driving this forward and they want these kids to be activists. But yet, if they're not good citizens to begin with and they don't even understand A's, you know, two plus two and the ABCs and so on, mm-hmm. how does that work for them? No, it doesn't turn them into good Americans or uh, informed voters, if they want informed voters in the, in the future, or people who can contribute to our economy. Uh, kids are so behind. And even in, you know, in Denver, where we're, I'm talking to you in Denver today, okay. uh, you know, not even half of the kids are proficient in math right. and English and reading. So there's a lot of work that good teachers could be doing. But instead of focusing on the qualifications and merits of teachers who are going to help these kids, we're asking them, to subscribe to uh, critical race theory, diversity, equity, inclusion, mm-hmm. uh, incorporating uh, lessons about oppressive systems uh, in the classroom, uh, rather than focusing on what's going to be making these kids uh, productive adults. And the things that you guys found, National Opportunity Project, again, Kristen Williamson is who's with us. You are the comms director. Now, the things that you guys also found is this is in the hiring guidance in the interview questions in the postings even of the job itself and then also in the evaluation criteria figuring out what teacher are we going to hire these are the things you guys found so this isn't just things you're pulling out of the air these are factual things you found right correct this isn't speculation this is us going to over 70 major school districts across the country and over half of our states and asking for them to you know, open their books and show us what should be publicly available information uh, about their hiring practices. So, you know, for example, in Denver public schools, one of the most alarming examples that we found was an elementary school art teacher uh, position. This was a job posting must lead for racial and educational excellence and work to dismantle systems of oppression and inequity in our community. So, elementary school art you're you're painting a portrait of yourself you're gonna uh you know draw your family maybe a landscape learn about some major artists no this art teacher must also make sure that they dismantle systems of oppression Hmm. yep no again and i'm getting lots of different text messages and comments on this and not that our people listening are shocked. I think, if anything, Kristen, what you're mm-hmm. delivering to us today is just a validation, factual validation of the things that we've known all along, especially here in Colorado. We have been seeing this go on now for, for quite some time, and all you're doing is really uh, proving to us what we've already known. Right, and I think we're just we're showing that uh, where this really starts. Um, you know, Denver Public Schools, again, has adopted, as other major metropolitan school districts have, I'm in the Chicago area, these DEI policies mm-hmm. 
and they're not just words on a page. They inform everything from the top down that these schools are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not just lip service. So we see that uh, it's really being in- infused into the curriculum, into the hiring practices, and this is just clear evidence that there's potentially bias occurring at right. the hiring, at right. the point of hiring. Um, and I think it's interesting as we expose exactly what's happening in the hiring process, uh, these these schools could find themselves um, in, in some legal hot water. Well, well. Thank you. I was just going to say, so, so yeah. w- where does this go next? I mean, if people, parents, uh, people attending school board meetings and so on start asking all of the right questions, which, by the way, would be the next step in this, number one, how do we get rid of this? Number two, how do they keep from not being in legal hot water over how they're doing this? Well, and I think it's interesting, in Denver, you have a school board race coming up, right? Yes. Uh, later this fall. So so this is definitely on the slate and questions. These are questions that you could be asking of candidates. True. Are these are these questions or are, are these hiring practices what you would support uh, for teachers? Good point. And so that's an important that's an opportunity for parents and voters uh, to bring this up. Um, but also, I think when you're bringing this up publicly, you can say, do you, are you potentially opening yourselves up to legal issues? Now that we've had uh, the Supreme Court acting over the summer to end affirmative action yep. in college Good admissions, um, which is a really clear, of course, you mm-hmm. know, racial discrimination, racial bias, uh, this, the next step is really, is there, is there a challenge to viewpoint bias? You know, if, if you are saying a, somebody is a conservative, is a Christian, et cetera, can't apply to be a teacher, won't be hired to be a teacher in Denver public schools and Chicago public schools, these other um, public schools that we looked into, then uh, I think that you'll see the potential for expansion of that, yep. uh, that Harvard, the application of the Harvard Supreme Court mm-hmm. decision to the viewpoint bias that we see occurring in the public school hiring, too. Especially if a teacher A, who didn't get hired, has, mm-hmm. a, has a much more tenured past, if you would, much more success. Uh, you can just tell by looking at their resume, it's a, they're much more qualified for the position, but they take teacher B because they fit this criteria you guys found out. Uh, you know, more accurately. At the end of the day, uh, Teacher A, in my opinion, has a great has a great case, a great lawsuit case. Exactly, and that's why you know we we share at National Opportunity Project the work that we're doing because we want to inform people that this is going on. Hmm. Spread the word. You go to your school district. If you know, we've already looked into Denver, but other school districts in the area. You ask questions about this because you'll potentially yep. find that teacher or those candidates who have been barred or dissuaded from applying mm-hmm. um, who might have the opportunity to challenge these practices in the future. All right. So how do folks find all of this? There's a lot of folks out there listening that have either teachers that are listening and or contacts of you know teachers that they know that they could actually forward this to. How do they find you guys, Kristen? So we're at nationalopportunity.org, O-R-G, and we're a national nonprofit government watchdog, just like you said, John. And, you know, we've been really focused on educational issues, looking into how the COVID money has mm-hmm. been spent in our schools or not spent okay. um, to help actually help children. So you can find a, a draft public records request that you could send to your school district on our website so you can get involved in uncovering uh, any of these 
potentially illegal activities yourself. Perfect. I'm putting that link, by the way, everybody listening in our show notes. We'll have those up on the website a little bit later tonight. So if you'd like to participate and help out in any way in doing this, which, by the way, we should all be doing. Kristen, I appreciate it very much. Thanks for bringing this to our attention. Again, we'll get this link out to our people and see what we can do to help out. Thanks for having me, John. You're very welcome, Kristen. Thank you so much for joining us. I do appreciate it. Have a great evening. American National Insurance is next. Paul Lewinberger, my good friend, wants to make sure that you're saving money on insurance and yet are properly insured. 303-662-0789. Paul Lewinberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. Stay up to date with Rush to Reason after the show on Twitter at Rush to Reason. All right, closing out this hour, there is yet another restaurant. It's a Denver sandwich shop that is closing after 25 years. So, so far, the list of closings, Charlie would probably know this better than I, but it includes Hard Rock Cafe, the Blake Street Tavern, Ted's Cheesecakes, Denver Ted's Cheesecakes, Piccolo, I think I'm saying that right, Picciolo, Piccolo, Piccolo, thank you, Charlie, and now this. Now, some would say, well, it just goes with the territories. You know, some stay, some leave. Well, some of those ones I just mentioned, those were pretty popular hardcore restaurants that are still open in a lot of other areas around town. They just closed those locations. So I don't think you can come back and say, ah, you know, it's just, you know, it's the recession, it's COVID, it's this, that. No, no. It's the fact that the downtown Denver area, no one wants to go to any longer. That's my feeling as to why things are the way they are. People aren't going there. They're not spending their money there. And because they're not spending their money there, it's affecting the sales in those restaurants. And in turn, they decide to close them down. That's my answer. We may talk about that more in this next hour as you can hear the music playing. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the end of second hour. Hour three is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.